the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman, and we have a very special guest today. You're going to want to hear him. And we have Luz, Lucas Condon, CEO and Master Designer at Lucas Lagoons, and the host of Insane Pools off the deep end, currently streaming on Discovery+. Plus. Um, Lucas is famous, and um, I think in 2003, his, where his first project was a dramatic natural sand bottom lagoon using native limestone boulders, he won uh, the prestigious gold award in residential pool restorations, and the rest, let's say, it's history. And I was just talking to Lucas for, right before the break, and uh, gosh, I see pools that are really crazy now. I mean, they're just like, they're just not regular. They're just there's so much you can do with pools. Tell us a little about yourself, Lucas, and tell us, you know, tips for installing pools and, and, and some of the things that you could do with pools and what's going on with the latest trends in pools. Yeah, so thanks, Dottie, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, pools are exciting. I, I love, you know, getting in water, but pools nowadays aren't just to get in and get wet. They're they're a statement. They're a piece of art in the backyard. They create ambiance. Um, you know, it's really kind of creating a destination in your backyard. So whether you live on the water, in the mountains, or in a city, I mean, it's, it's creating atmosphere. So these pools are so beautiful that even if you don't feel like getting in and getting wet, you just want to sit there and relax and enjoy the ambiance. It's all about kind of setting the stage for, for relaxation and uh, entertainment. And so I see pools um, you know, back in the day, they were pretty much just just for function, just to get in, get wet, cool down. Um, but now they're they're really a, a statement. They're a reflection of our unique uh, clients, and uh, you know they're just getting you know from modern to natural to architectural, uh, classic. I mean, there's so many different pools, um, and you know it just depends on on the client's unique style and taste, uh, the architecture of the home kind of what they're looking to accent maybe there's some views they want to they want to accentuate with an infinity edge or maybe there's uh, a neighbor's house they want to block with a big grotto and and create some privacy and ambiance i mean there's so much that can be done with the pool well lucas you were born into a family of landscapers and stonemasons so how did you end up turning to design exquisite swimming pools how did you really get into that business uh, so I, in 1999, in November, I moved to Florida looking for a place where I could work all year round. I grew up in Vermont, um, 
My mom started a landscape business uh, when I was very young. My parents got divorced. I was around 10, and so she started a landscape business to uh, support herself, and I grew up just helping mom and, uh, you know, doing some nice rock work, but we didn't really do any pools. You know, pools were very rare all the way up north in Vermont, and uh, so, but I just grew up just loving to be creative. Um, My dad, the furniture maker, so I grew up playing in his shop, building things, and I was always either you know, making something in the shop or outside working in the garden, um, just kind of grew up always just being creative. And, you know, both my parents, they always worked for themselves. So um, just being entrepreneurs. And so I moved to Florida and um, my goal was to start a landscape business, which I did. Um, But in uh, probably late 2002, 2003, I had an opportunity to do a pool remodel. And um, so I thought, well, you have this concrete deck around a boring pool. It was an older couple. They said they don't really swim. It was just for the grandkids when they came down, but they wanted something beautiful to look at. So I thought, well, if I cut some of this concrete away from the pool, create some planters, do some rock work, we did a flagstone deck, um, just add some nice landscaping, a little waterfall. I said, you know, you'll have something that you can enjoy just to look at, and you don't even have to get into the pool. And so I did that one job, and I knew nothing about pools at that time. I just kind of had to figure it out, and it came out beautifully. And um, when it was all done and everyone was so, so happy, it was just really rewarding. And at that moment, I realized that's what I wanted to do. So I shut down my landscape business and opened Lucas Lagoons, where we still do landscaping, but basically all our landscapes are designed around a feature, like a pool. Um, so, you know, we're, we're designing and installing, um, you know, the pools with all the landscape and, you know, pergolas and kitchens and outdoor living spaces. And uh, it's just, it's really fun. Every job is unique and different. Every space has its own challenge. So it, it keeps me, um, keeps me wanting to, you know, keep doing more projects. It's something and that, your passion, um, you can feel your passion for it. And I, I always say to be great, you have to be passionate about something. Now, you also yeah. ended up uh, hosting the Animal Planet series in St. Pools off the deep end. How did that happen? Uh, so um, I always had a passion for being on camera and making kind of funny videos and just having fun with it. And I started a YouTube channel years ago, Lucas Lagoons on YouTube. You can follow us. And uh, so, you know, through my YouTube channel, uh, they discovered our content. And then I had, um, you know, it, it, it took years, though. Uh, I first got contacted by, you know, someone just looking for talent online. And then they kind of pitched it to a production company that then made a sizzle reel and then had to pitch it to networks. And so it was about a three-year process from the time I first got contacted until I was actually filming for a TV show and then another year of filming before, you know, the show came out. So it was uh, a long, long process. Um, but, yeah, once the show came out, it was just such a great way to showcase and show the world what we're capable of. And then from there, everything really kind of blew up and took off. Now, I'm starting to see, you know, I'm in the real estate business my whole life, Um I'm starting to see uh, a lot of saltwater pools. Are they becoming more popular? Um, yeah, um, there's there's a lot of different methods uh, other than traditional chlorine. I mean, you have salt, you have UV ozone, you have ionization. There's a lot of a lot of different things. I mean, the saltwater pool is really still um, a chlorine system. You're just taking salts, and then the the salt cell breaks it down to sodium chloride, which is kind of a softer form of 
of chlorine, but it's, it's still a chlorine-based system, so it's not like you're going and swimming in the ocean. Just um, oh. That's kind of a little bit of a, of a, you know, misleading thing. A lot of people think it's like, you know, swimming in salt water. But, um, yeah, that, that system's um, pretty popular. I don't personally do that a lot on my pools because with all the natural rock, the salts tend to kind of build up and right. create kind of a, ha- a haze over the stone. So I'm not, not a big fan of it, but um, for a traditional swimming pool, um, it can be a good system. Now, you um, you know, for those of you, and I really want to talk about the built-in pools, but just for a moment, if you don't have a built-in pool and uh, you have an above-ground pool, do you think that they detract from a property's value? I mean, you can ask me that question, too. Uh, what do you right. think about, you know, and, and can anything be done to make them look more appealing? Yeah, I have a, a, a one, one of my uh, designers, um, Ross, he's, he's very creative. He has an above-ground pool. He lives in Michigan, so those are kind of more common up north. And I said, it's all in how you market it and sell it. I said, just call it a 360-degree a swim-up bar. So you could build a counter around it, put some stools, everyone can sit around the pool and hang out. And uh, so, you know, everyone's got different budgets and different goals. I think, you know, just looking at the backyard as a whole, I mean, obviously, you know, a built-in swimming pool is going to add more value because it's longer lasting. I mean, you, you do a, a gunite or a shotcrete, you know, swimming pool, it's going to basically last forever. Above ground pools got a shelf life, but you can always put another one in. They're they're inexpensive, and it's a nice way to get your family swimming if you're on a budget. And uh, you can build a deck around it, elevated deck, or do some landscaping. I mean, you know, a lot can be done. It's just all about kind of creating that destination, and you know, just um, it all depends on kind of budget and and uh, you know what people are able to do. So I, I my first memory actually of of a, s- a swimming pool. I kind of have two memories. Uh, my aunt and uncle lived in Pennsylvania. I'd go there. They had a ground pool, and I we played Marco Polo in there for hours as kids. It was <laughs> fun. So I think kids just love water. Pools, right? so yeah. They can. They'll. Yeah. They'll never get out. They'll stay it all day. They 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 love pools. You know, I yeah. when I bought my home um, out in the Hamptons, it was a new home, and this is going back twenty twenty years ago, and it came with a pool, a built-in pool, and so. I was thrilled to death, but I didn't really think about anything more than, uh, gee, I have, like you said, a built-in pool, and, you know, um, it did have a, a light, uh, you know, so at night, you know, when it was dark, it, it you know, it, it lit. But now I see the most interesting, gorgeous shaped pools and, 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 and colors. Um, what would you like? What advice would you, or how would some, what advice would somebody do? Like if they wanted to put in a pool, or let's say they already had a built-in pool, um, what would they contact you, and then how would you go about helping them? You know, figure out what would be best for them, and what would probably go with their, uh, you know, go with their home and go with the land. I mean, what 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 would be the process? Yeah, so we do a lot of out-of-state designing, consulting. We assemble teams of people uh, to get the work done. Uh, so if you go to lucaslagoons.com and fill out the project inquiry form under contact, um, the first step would be doing a consultation where I would fly to wherever the client is. I mean, we've done consulting design work in Australia, Madrid, Spain, all over the wow. country. So used to traveling, we have, you know, probably – 
um, five major projects coming up out of state and a few more that are just kind of designing consulting only. But yeah, we're building a massive project in Texas, just finished one in California, um, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, um, uh, Alabama, so, so all over. So, you know, I love teaming up and working with other people, other pool contractors. Um, we work with a lot of different landscape architects and people. So, um, but yeah, I love, love designing. I love meeting new people and kind of learning about their family and how they want to use the space. So, um, we can do everything from just designing and consulting all the way through all the construction. Um, so, yeah, we work all over yeah, the I'm place. not sure that everyone knows how many things, how creative you can be with pools because they just don't. I mean, when you're, you can, like when you have add-ons, um, you can put wet bars, patios. I mean, what are some of the, what, you, what are some of the pools that stand out in your mind that really kind of were, I don't want to say over the top, I don't even want to say over the top, that just really stands out that really, uh, yeah, I mean, acrylic panels are really fun. You can put acrylic panel on the side of the pool so you can see people swimming. You could do it in the floor of the pool and have a room underneath the pool so you can wow. look up and see people swimming. They add a lot of, um, ambiance and really cool architectural features, um, we do a lot of lazy rivers, water slides, grottos. Um, we do knife edges, Lautner edges, you know, just infinity edges, uh, you know, nice uh, modern clean line pools as well. So so when you're designing a pool, you you know, you, you actually, a client fills out some information and then you consult with them first to see, you know, what's important to them, I guess, you know. Although I, I really don't know how many people really know how creative you can be. I mean, they might say, oh, give me a diving board or something like that. But, you know, as I said, I generally, but my next-door neighbors just put in a new pool, and they, uh, it's just over the top. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And as you said, if nobody ever went in it, just to see the pool, especially at night, and the lighting in it, it's just, uh, it just enhances the property. Now, some people say, um, you know, I've been in real estate my whole life, so some people say, well, gee, you know, pools can detract because if you have young kids. But obviously today, you know, we have all the measures. I mean, I have, you know, my whole pool, you know, is certainly protected so that somebody can't just walk in and fall into the pool. I mean, there's, you know, you have to have all that security. Um, so, you know, so that people just can't just fall in when they're not using it. Uh, but Yeah, there's all what, kinds of safety codes now for that. You know, you have to have a uh, child safety barrier around every pool. Um, so... But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, kind of the old school way of thinking was when pools were boring that sometimes maybe in a northern climate where you can't use it all the time, it would detract, but not, not with the new designs. And there's so much there's just tremendous value in outdoor living, and everybody wants that kind of outdoor living lifestyle. So, you know, I've done projects for clients, and when they sell the house, they do another one, and they say that's what sold my home. But People came in and they went to the backyard and they were sold before they even went inside, you know. So let me ask you, because what goes into designing one of your gorgeous pools from start to finish? 
Um, so, you know, we, we do everything in 3D. Uh, you can even put on the VR goggles and walk around your backyard and really get to see what it's going to look like before, you know, m- most of our pools are kind of between $1 and $3 million kind of backyards, as much as the pool is the whole design. Uh, we got a residential one right now we're designing for $10 million. I mean, we do some really wow. crazy high-end stuff. So these are these are massive projects, and it takes a lot of time for not only designing but engineering, um, you know, getting all your permitting done and figuring out what all the, you know, the issues with setbacks and codes. And, um, you know, here in Florida, we you know, we have to, when it's coastal, a lot of times we're using piles. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of things to consider. What, what is the soil? You know, do you live on clay or rock or sand or, you know, we, we do geotechnical study of the, of the soil and design the pool for that specific location for that specific soil. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. I don't think people even realize that so much that the soil is important to, to know that. Now, what about a person that, you know, they're not, you know, poor or anything, but they just, you know, they don't have the money to have, you know, the most exquisite pool in the world. Um, but you can still be, can you, you can still be creative even with, you know, in other words, somebody would give you a budget, right? And you can then kind of try to be a little bit more creative than just the pool with their budget. In other you work with all budgets, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, we we'll, we design to a lot of different budgets. Um, you know, obviously there has to be a, a sizable budget to get us out of state to travel because let's say someone only had 50000 to do a pool, they wouldn't want to spend 10000 just to get me up there to, to look at it. It would be, you know, a, a sizable chunk of their budget. But if their budget was a million dollars, you know, $10,000 not a big deal to get us out there. Um, and then, you know, the design fees are typically – you know, right around 10% of the project just to go through the designing and engineering portion. So, you know, these, these jobs are typically, you know, pretty large, but I mean, I love to inspire and, you know, give advice to people, uh, you know, in the backyard. Um, like I said, you know, I have great memories of being in the above ground pool. You know, I think no matter what your budget, just to get a place for the kids and family to gather in the backyard is, is awesome. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Now, I don't see them as much now as I might have years ago. And even years ago, there wasn't, you know, I didn't see as many. But what about indoor pools? Are they still popular? Uh, which pools? I'm sorry. Indoor pools. Are they still popular? In, inside Pools that are inside oh, indoor. homes? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't do as many of those because you have dehumidification and, and issues with, you know, just humidity, bringing water inside. It's... Uh, a challenge, but that was my second memory as a child. My my grandfather on my dad's side had an indoor pool with a swim jet, so he liked to swim for exercise, and that was just really fun because it didn't matter, you know, what what time of year. It could be rainy or snowy outside, and you're inside swimming. So, I mean, you know, in the northern climates, it is really nice to be able to do an indoor pool as well. Um, there's just another level of, of, you know, difficulty there just with dealing with the humidity and the, the moisture. Yeah, so before we go, can you just give us all that information again? I'm going to post it, and this way people can call you or at least get in touch yeah. with you. No, it's great. Uh, you know, lucaslagoons.com. Uh, check out our portfolio, um, and also go to contact and fill out an inquiry form. And tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, what you're looking to do, and uh, I'd love to uh, 
meet with anybody that's looking to do a, a project. We have a lot of experience with all different areas, climates, architecture. Um, so, yeah. Well, call me. I have all the information, and I'll make sure you get it because it truly is an art, and you truly are a genius. I've looked at your website. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and it's that time of year again where we show appreciation to the ones who matter most. Why not make this Mother's Day a brunch to remember and your Father's Day barbecue the talk of the family? DR Catering can make your family gathering one of a kind. Want small and intimate? Let DR show you how to do it best. Had something more extravagant in mind? DR Catering can provide event decorations, entertainment options, and equipment rentals. From your menu to your decor, DR Catering takes your concept and makes it reality. Known for their fresh ingredients, DR Catering takes pride in not using processed or packaged foods. You will get the homemade meal every single time. So call 201-673-7380 to inquire or email drizzo at drcatering.com. Again, that's 201-673-7380 or email drizzo at drcatering.com. 201-673-7380, drizzo at drcatering.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say, I do, all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit newyorkcruises.com. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate. And I am going to deviate from my normal real estate and finance because this is a subject that's close to my heart. And um, I am thrilled to have and thrilled and excited to have my friend and mental health advocate, Laura Morton. Um, Laura is the author of 60 books, 
and 21 New York Times bestseller. She is also the producer and co-director of the award-winning documentary film Anxious Nations, which opens in New York City and L.A. on May 5th in theaters around the country for Mental Health Awareness Month. And I met Laura years ago uh, when I started thinking about writing a book, and she's probably one of the brightest women I know, and I've watched uh, this documentary, which is, uh, let me just say it this way, Imagine a high school with a thousand students. Now imagine about 450 of them saying they are persistently sad or hopeless, 200 saying they've considered suicide, and nearly 100 saying they've tried to end their life in the past year. That is the state of youth mental health in America, according to Dr. Vivek Murthy, the U.S. Surgeon General. And, you know, I have a teenage granddaughter, and, you know, I see that, you know, what they what appears on the surface is not always what's really what's going on. So I'm thrilled to have Laura. Laura, thank you for being on the show. I, I, I know that it's not normally what I do, with, with, but this is so important, and I think it's something everyone should know about. So tell well, us. Good morning, Dottie. Thank good morning. you. Thank you so much for that incredible introduction, and thank you so much for your advocacy and support of anxious nation and for our, our, you know, our kids, I, I, you know, you've been um, a supporter of this project from day one. And I know that this is very near and dear to you. So thanks for having me. I'm glad you could be. So tell us how this all happened, what you're doing with it, how they can see it. And, and really, I don't think people really realize how many kids are, have such anxiety and, uh, you know, have such stress. So, Shoot. Sure. Okay, great. Well, so Anxious Nation really came about because I'm the parent of an anxious child. And in 2018, I was sitting at my desk one day, and I was feeling very, very defeated as a mom. I felt like I was failing my, my child. She has, you know, had been showing signs of anxiety for many years. She was 11 at the time, and I think the first time I noticed something wasn't right was around the age of three. And so it had taken us years to figure out what was going on. And, you know, interestingly, Dottie, it takes, on average, most families two to eight years to seek help for their children. Because I think that we don't recognize certain behaviors as being anxiety, how it's showing up. So for us, at the time, I thought, you know, what was happening in our home was only happening in our home. I didn't realize that I had a plethora of friends that were going through this because in 2018 we weren't talking about it like we are today. So I put a a single, yeah, I put a single post on Facebook as one would do, right? Because we're, you know, where else do we go for community these days? Um, And the post was one line, kids and anxiety, who's dealing with it. And I was flooded with responses. But what really got to me were the private messages that people sent me, text messages, DMs, And these were from people that I know, people that I socialized with, people that I had gone to dinner with on a Saturday night, and we had never, not once, talked about what was happening with our kids. There was so much stigma and shame attached to it, especially in 2018. But what I realized was there was a crisis happening, and this was long before the pandemic. There was already a crisis in this country when it came to our kids and mental health. And as a storyteller by trade, 
I completely understood that there was something here. There was a story that needed to be told. And as as a parent, I I needed the information. I, I realized, like, if I was struggling and I have health insurance and I have the ability to get my daughter in to see somebody, how in the world are other families coping with this? How are they getting through, you know, families that don't have insurance, families that, you know, have to make a choice between putting food on the table or getting their their kid help? You know, at the end of the day, there are so many families in this country that do have to make those choices. So I really wanted to understand what was happening. And and in 2018, Dottie, the the question that I set out, you know, the first time I think I talked to you about this, um, the question really was, are we more anxious or are we just more aware of it? And I think in 2023, that's a moot question. I think we can all agree that we are absolutely more anxious. There's a ton of research that's pointing to that. Certainly all the CDC reports that have come out in the last month or two really show that, especially for young girls, this is a the biggest medical crisis we're facing in, in this country. So, you know, as we started to make the film in 2019, you know, we were out in the field and, of course, 2020, along came COVID and that, you know, we had to pivot a little bit. And, you know, now on the other side of COVID, we know that the long term impact on our youth and on all of us, quite frankly, is significant. And, you know, anxiety What's amazing about anxiety, Dottie, is it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care who you voted for. It doesn't sure. care where you live. It doesn't care if you're black or white. It doesn't care, you know, care if you're indigenous, you know, LGBTQ plus. Anxiety does not discriminate. It's impacting all of us. And it's time we talk about it. And it's time we start doing and demanding more for not if not for ourselves, for our children. Well, I think, you know, Laura, you know, I think when we first talked about it um, and you had told me that this is what you, you know, you had a passion to do this. I was like, well, you know, Laura, like all kids have you know we all have anxiety okay and so i don't know you know sometimes like you said uh i don't even know that people even recognize that their child has serious anxiety or there's a serious problem or they could look at it you know they're just going through a phase or it's their teenage years or you know girls are difficult uh now I, i i've seen your film and i i uh, I, 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 you know, would do anything to try to help because I'm not even sure how aware and where people even know to go uh, or to recognize. And so maybe you could help us with what are some of the things that someone should look at? Um, how do they see your film? Because I think they'll really learn so much from it. And uh, But, you know, what are some of the signs that you should look at or how do you even no what's sure yeah so first of all i want to say that the reason you know really the main reason i made this film was because even i didn't know what to do right I, i think most parents feel like they're doing the right thing for their kids they're coming from a place of love i think we have a generation of anxious parents who never dealt with their own anxiety like our generation Dottie. i think you know the the baby boomers we we were just raised with a different mentality, right? We tough it out, Absolutely. we suck it up, right? But but then we raised kids who are now raising their kids or whose kids are now raising their kids. 
And I think what happened somewhere along the way in the Gen X, the Gen Y, you know, I think what happened along the way is they never dealt with their own anxiety. So in an effort for their kids not to feel the way they do, I think a lot of the parents try to make it better for their kids. They try to intervene. They say, don't worry, I'll handle that for you. You know, whenever there's a challenge in life, we, instead of, you know, trying to guide them through it and teaching them resilience, which is what all kids need, right? Because things are going to happen in life. It's how we deal with that. So I think that that in that effort, and it's coming from a pure place of love, it's coming from a pure place of I want to do good as a parent. Right. They don't want them to go through that. They don't want to try to just fix it for them themselves. Right. But the problem is, is in the process, we're actually adding to the to the problem. And I think that that's a big piece of it. I think the things that we need to look for. Here's the biggest takeaway that I had from making this movie. As a parent, I was really sort of blowing off how my daughter was feeling. Right. If she would have, you know, a, an emotional moment. It would be an anxiety or a panic attack. And it would be just as we were leaving for school and I had, you know, I needed to get her to school because I had a meeting to go to and it was inconvenient, right? There were times that I thought she was just manipulating me. There were times that, you know, that, and and I think a lot of parents feel that way, right? You're like, I can't deal with this right now. You know what? You've got to go to school. You you know, no, you can't sleep in my bed or fine. You know what? Sleep in my bed. Okay. The, The simplest things because it's just easier than dealing with the crisis. It's easier than dealing with the conflict. So I think parents give in, and in the process of giving in, we're doing the disorder, right? We're, we're giving into the cult leader of anxiety. Like if anxiety is the cult leader in your home, so anxiety dictates, you know, what time everybody in the house goes to bed, right? You know, where you eat for dinner, who's coming over, where you can go, right? If your child, if your anxious child, you know, can't, make it to a barbecue you've been invited to because they're too anxious about it, you don't go to the barbecue. So, you know, as long as the cult leader is getting everything that it wants, meaning as long as anxiety is in control, right, then then the child, everything seems to be fine. It's, it's when you go against the cult leader, when you go against the anxiety, that's when that conflict comes up. And for a lot of parents, it's just too much. So I think... Laura, Laura thing, we're, we're, hmm. we're coming up to a commercial break. So can you just hold that thought and let us just do this quick commercial and we'll be back. This is really so important. Um, As I said, it's a lot more profound than people even realize. And we're all trying to be great parents, but I think uh, it's an issue that sometimes we don't know how to handle or where to go or what to do. So I just, we'll be right back. We're going to continue with... um, Laura Morton and Anxious Nation, which you're going to want to see. Trust me. I'm Ference Toth, host of the Your Personal Bank Show. I use common sense as an entrepreneur, financial literacy educator, and speaker to understand how current events affect our money, economy, and our freedom. Grow your money safely, reduce taxes, increase returns, and create positive arbitrage with your personal bank. Tune in to the Your Personal Bank Show Saturdays at 4 p.m. or contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. The Your Personal Bank Show Saturdays at 4 p.m. 
For over a century, local broadcasting has evolved with the needs of the community. We move past the stigmas of opinion journalism and bring the most relevant news online, on air, and on the go. You have trusted us with your news, sports, weather, and entertainment. Trust us to keep moving with you. Text RADIO to 52886 and tell Congress local broadcasting is here to stay. Hey, it's Liz Black. WMCA has big news. Multi-Grammy Award winner Hezekiah Walker will be joining us at the Pastors Appreciation event on May 11th. Hezekiah Walker is not only a multi-Grammy Award winning recording artist, radio host, author, and father. He's also a preacher and has a heart for what you are doing. Join us for a morning of encouragement featuring Hezekiah Walker's hit singles, worship led by Christian Cultural Center, and empowering keynote address by Pastor Alan Jackson, delicious breakfast, Pastor Awards, and so much more. The WMCA Pastors Appreciation event is happening May 11th, 8.30 to noon at Anton's in Queens Village. It's free for pastors, ministry leaders, and their guests. But you must register. Go to WMCA.com. Today, the fastest growing religion is no religion at all. Do you think religion is good for the world? It only causes troubles and war. This is Kevin Sorbo. In the new movie, Irreligious Nation, my family and I travel to Israel to explore our faith and how lack of religion is affecting our culture and society worldwide. If God exists, is he even relevant today? Is God obsolete? Watch Irreligious Nation at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Continuing with Ion Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Ion Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. I'm here with, as I said, my friend and one of the brightest women I know, the producer and co-director of the award-winning documentary film Anxious Nation, which opens in New York City and L.A. on May 5th. Uh, so as we were saying, Laura, you know, According to the CDC, nearly three in five, or 57% of U.S. teen girls feel persistently sad or hopeless, and it's a 60. It's it's a big increase uh, over the last decade. Now you were saying that obviously our generation was kind of brought up differently, and we weren't like uh, maybe. I think parents now try to do everything to make their kids not go through anything, and they end up. You're saying that could end up hurting them more. What are some of the suggestions, besides seeing the film, and you'll tell us how we see the film and when, what 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 should people be looking at? Because there's, there's anxiety, you know, as I said, everyone's going to have anxiety, but the purport, but, and I don't know that everyone even recognizes it. As you said, like, you know, you're, you're rushing, you know, you're trying to, you know, it's not like, the you know, when we grew up where, you know, 
everybody is imperfect and you know it's like you're rushing people have two jobs the husband works the wife works some single parents you've got to get to work your child says mom I'm sick or you know I I don't want to go to school today uh, and you, you know you just slough it off or I how do you recognize that and 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 what are the things that we that we're missing and 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 and, and what can we do better Sure. I, so, look. You know, we're living we're living in an era where our kids are now inundated. You know, twenty four seven. There's so much coming at them. You know, whether they're doing active shooter drills at school or they just lived through this pandemic where they were incredibly disconnected from their peers. You know, even they. You know, even wearing masks made it really hard for our kids to to bond and connect with their friends, right? I think what we have is a time that we're living in where we have extreme social isolation, disconnection, and loneliness. And, you know, a lot of people like to talk about social media, and there's no doubt that social media is a contributor to how our kids are feeling. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I feel that it's, it's more important that we look at the social media companies and help, you know, hold them responsible for the damage they're doing in our film. Every statistic that we talk about when it comes to social media came from an internal study at Meta. So at Facebook and Instagram, they know the damage they're doing. So here's what, you know, here's what we have to be aware of. Our kids are, are facing things that we just never faced, right? We all went through this pandemic together. But there is this nature versus nurture you know, concept, right? And in the film, one of our experts, Lynn Lyon, says, if it's nature, it's you. If it's nurture, it's you. And it's true, right? There are some kids that are just born with, you know, that, that they're more likely to be anxious. And if they live in a home with anxious parents, there's no doubt that they're going to be an anxious child. And there are some kids that are born and they're just super mellow and nothing bothers them and, you know, everything is fine. The question is, what do we, how do we nurture through the nature? How can we teach our kids, you know, to expect anxiety to show up and then what they can do with it? Because it, anxiety is just energy and we can take that energy and we, we can repurpose it and use it for good we see it all the time with musicians with actors with athletes they take that nervous energy and they use it for performance and there's a million things we can do right now today download a meditation app download an app that teaches you how to breathe through those moments have a conversation with your family talk to your kids about how they're feeling and don't judge let them speak these are all things we can do right now today. And we talk a lot about this in the film. And I want to share that the film is really solution-based, but this is not a one-size-fits-all problem. And therefore, it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. And so you have to find something that works for you. I liken it to buying the perfect pair of jeans. You, know, you try on 100 pairs before you, you find a pair that fit. But when they fit, those are the ones you're going to wear. Right. right. So yeah, absolutely. that's the best way to look at it. And, and so there's something that works for everybody. And it's and you you have to take the time as a parent to look at what is happening with my child. And when your child tells you that something is going on, believe them. So, you know, we talk a lot about this in Anxious Nation. We share a lot of different families from a lot of different backgrounds. I think that people will see, you know, pieces of themselves in every single story. We have a global live stream happening on Wednesday, May 3rd, which is an event that we created to launch 
Mental Health Awareness Month, and it's an event that we created to create community and connection around this, you know, notion that we are an anxious nation. So you can find the information for the the live stream at anxiousnation.com. And also at anxiousnation.com, we will um, tell you where you can watch the film starting on May 5th. We will be in theaters all over the country, all throughout the month of May. We open in New York City at the Angelica in the East Village. And we will be at the Lemley Theater in Los Angeles and then all over. And then you will be able to stream the film uh, either through anxiousnation.com or starting May 12th. You can get it on Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play. Yes, and if you... um if you're driving, and again, if you're driving and listening to this show, uh, of course, we don't want you to write it down and have a car accident, but I'll also post it on all of my sites so that, you know, if you didn't get a chance to write it down, you'll have it. But uh, this is an amazing film, and I am so proud to know you, and I just feel this is so important and for me to just take a topic that has nothing to do with real estate um, and, and, and really talk about it on the show it's that important, and I just don't really think that I think no, I don't think any parent ignores it on purpose. Okay, no. I just don't. You know, yeah. I, I you know, it's not like we it's don't a know bad what to parent. Do. Okay, right. they just don't know what to do, right, Tati? They they just don't know what to do, and and they their their palms are turned up, and they just want somebody to say, just tell me, tell me how I can make it better. And if they watch Anxious Nation and they can get all of the information, we also have resources available at anxiousnation.com. We can, you know, we are putting together um, some guides that will be available in the month of May on how to talk to your family about this. If you have a company, believe me, your employees are feeling this and it impacts your bottom line in, to, you know, to the tunes of billions of dollars. So it's it's not something that's just impacting us at home. It impacts us at work. If you're an employer, you know, now that everybody has to come back to work, there's a, there's a new level of anxiety. I just wrote an op-ed on this. Um, there's a new level of anxiety that's going to infiltrate the workplace. Days are missed because because our kids are struggling. Productivity goes down. So there's a lot of reasons as an organization to, to also make mental health resources available to your team members. There's, this subject just, it touches all of us. I don't know a single family not dealing with this on some level right now. I, I don't know, you know if, you, if you do or somebody out there isn't dealing with it, it's a blessing. But I really don't know a single family not dealing with this on some level. And I will tell you that companies, organizations, they also will start to see the impact on, on their bottom line. And it's an important subject, and we can't keep kicking the can on it. Now, I also think that when you, when you, when you take the word mental health and you go back to, like, baby boomers like our, our age, you think of something entirely. You don't necessarily think of anxiety. You know, sometimes you're thinking of somebody who's really got... Well, you know, Dottie, it's funny. We ne- yeah, we never think of mental health the same way as we do physical health. But let me say this, okay? If you get a rash, it, 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 that day you're putting cortisone on it, right? Right. And if, and if that rash doesn't clear up, you're in the dermatologist's office in, like, the next couple of days or the next week. <laughs> Why don't we treat our mental wellness, and our, you know, above the neck the same as we would a rash? We treat everything with more seriousness than we do our emotional well-being 
And I think it has to be treated equally. Yeah, and I think you just said the key words. It's really the emotional well-being. And as you said, you know, some kids might be vocal about it and tell you, but others really don't. I mean, you know, I, you know, others really don't say that. You know, they don't Well, really... if they're sad, if they're depressed, they're not, you know, they, they may not feel comfortable talking about it. If they're sullen, if, you know, look, I have a teenage daughter who spends a lot of time in her room. Okay, but we have we have the ability to communicate. As parents, it is our job. It is our job to be there for our kids. And if it's not our kids, maybe it's your niece, maybe it's your nephew, maybe it's the neighbor next door. Okay, but as adults in this world, our kids need people that they can connect to. It's their pastor, it's their rabbi, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it's the school counselor, maybe it's you. Be there. Be there. It is our job and our responsibility to lead these children through these very, very difficult times. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.